Have you ever been faced with an issue and thought the Bible to be too outdated to have an answer? Welcome to Yenga's Corner Podcast, empowering women of all ages through God's Word. You'll be amazed how together we'll apply biblical truths to any issue in our daily living. Stay tuned. I'm Yenga Dinsil. Hello, friends. Uh, thank you again for joining me today's in today's episode. Um, uh, so excited to share with you a biblical truth together. I love these moments and I hope you're growing in faith as we are uh, learning how to apply God's word daily in our lives. Uh, today, I want us to uh, share on something that touches all of us as women. Uh, we like to talk. Uh, we have many words that uh, we've been told more than men. <laughs> and um, it's funny because uh, before meeting my husband, I was somebody who was very shy and I did not talk a lot. And um, my husband is very talkative. He's more of an extrovert than myself. Uh, I know people might think like, well, you an uh, you know, an introvert? Yes, I was an introvert. And it just shows how when you, you're with somebody for such a long time, you kind of rub off of each other. And so, um, yeah, he just uh, kind of kept on teasing me and opening me and just he kind of broke that, uh, you know, introversy of that I had for such a long time to a point of like I, I got to be more and more confident and talk and the danger with that as well is that um, the more we get bold the more we have more words there's a danger that I want us to uh, look into today as um, as women without necessarily breaking our spirit without necessarily changing our personalities like uh, we're not saying that people should all be calm not talking at all and uh, you know not even uh, speaking a word or just speaking few words if you have your mind you can't speak it because you're like hey I've already spoken like a hundred words, so I better keep this for tomorrow. No, it's not that kind of um, admonition that I'm trying to uh, uh, to bring today. But it's just being able to 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 talk in a way that is watchful, in a way that is a blessing to others. So we'll read in today's scripture. It's actually in James, uh, the book of James, chapter three. James has very good admonitions on Christian living and practical living. So it's in James chapter 3. Uh, from uh, I mean, you can read the whole chapter. He talks of this. But I'll just uh, pick up on verse 5 to verse 6. He says, Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. Wow, this is a strong, you know, portion of scripture with a lot of warning here that uh, we cannot ignore. We need to take heed. And so we'll kind of dissect it so that we can fully understand. Um, we, you know, James talks of the body, uh, of the tongue as the smallest part of the body. You know, he says it's a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. I mean, have you ever s met somebody who is boastful? 
you know, they will talk, they will paint an image, you know, if it's somebody who is very, very short and they're boasting of their might and their power on how strong they are, you know, they create, they paint this imagery of a huge guy taking down, you know, <laughs> people, you know, his strength, you know, unlimited strength, this rumble, and you're like, wow, because what? The tongue can make those great boasts. They can talk. I like sports, all kinds of sports, because my kids, they're into sports, especially my son. He did such a ton of different sports until he landed into what he really uh, liked, which was uh, track and field. So in that sense, like we watch different kind of sports. And one of the sports that fascinates me, it's boxing. <laughs> I like to hear the, you know, the opponents prior to the game, how everybody is boasting of how they're in shape, how they're going to take down their opponent. It's just a way of kind of weakening their opponent, you know, and making them afraid to back down, you know, it's like bring down their guards. But when it comes to the ring, we know there's going to be one winner. So, and both of them, they've been boasting of what they're going to they're gonna do. Needless to say, this is the same way. Like if we bring it home, especially for us women, growing up, we were always told, oh, you talk too much. Oh, you should tame it down, this and that. I mean, maybe to a certain degree. Why? Because where there's the multitude of words, you can always slip. You can always say things that you regret. I know personally, I have said things that I later was, oh, I wish I had a rewind button and I would undo what I just said. But then once the words come out, they damage. They make an impact to your listener. You know, they create something in them. And why I'm addressing this mostly to women, because especially if you're a mother, is that our words have an impact to our kids. I remember things that my mom used to tell me, whether positive or negative, to date. And I'm a grown-up woman. And the same thing, like what we tell our children, those words can build them up or they can tear them down. We've seen grown-up people being told things by somebody who's of uh, authority to them, whether it's the husband, whether it's the, you know, it's a boss or whatever it is. And if those words are not constructive, they go and they tear that person down. So what James is telling us here is the impact the tongue has, you know, to influence the whole body. You know, it's a very small part of the body, but it has so much power and it is to be used wisely and it is to be tamed. And if you read a little bit up, he says, whoever can tame their tongue, they are safe, man, because that's the toughest job. And I don't think maybe there's somebody who can fully, fully succeed on this job of taming the tongue, but we should not stop trying because you know, the, the consequences are very, very grave. So here he tells us in verse 6, he says, um, uh, first 5 actually, he says, Consider what a great, a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. 
I'm in Canada and um, we've been having a lot of wildfires this year. We had communities that were displaced because of fires and it's just because of the dry spell during summer and it always starts just with a, with a small spark. And before you know it, it's spreading, you know, the wildfire just spreading and it's it's taken the government like weeks. We are going almost, I think, a month, if not more, that they're trying to, you know, to bring the fires under control. And can you imagine James is giving the imagery of a tongue and he likens it to a spark that puts a whole great forest to waste. So this is something that we need to really consider this admonition that he's giving us. And he says the tongue also is a fire. It can do that much damage. It can cause a lot of havoc. What the tongue speaks has so much impact. Can you imagine a lot of big contracts, agreements, you know, of millions of dollars, they're being signed just on account of somebody's word. People give and surrender their whole lifetime to somebody who was once a stranger to them. Through words, we take vows, you know, in marriage. I'm married to my husband for 26 years and I thank God for that, you know, because when he gave me his promise, when he vowed to me, I just took him at his word. I didn't know whether this guy was going to live up to his promise. I was hoping he was. <laughs> and I think the same thing he was thinking. He wasn't sure whether I was going to live up to my words. But he was hoping that I was going to do that. And it all came from the tongue. What the tongue spoke, it was taken, you know, at face value. And somebody would leave their whole lifetime to build and to cling to somebody they didn't know. You know, you leave your own parents just so that you can cling to somebody who say they love you, who say they want to build a future with you. So this is just to show how important the power of words, the power of the tongue, it can boast of so much. You know, when we uh, as women were being, you know, when we courted, you know, the guys, they have this bigger uh, words and imagery I can't spe- sleep you know without you I can't you know my life is nothing without you you are my sunshine you are my this you're my that and like women we love that who doesn't love praises and it's like we are taking with that those big great boasts that men do and they make the women like we just felt before them because we're like wow that is so beautiful you know you're thinking of that for me. And yet he tells us here, James is telling us that we need to be careful because the tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire. Have we not seen people's lives destroyed because of words? I am reminded of this young girl, I think he was, she was 15 years old, that I read on, uh, on social media how because of hurtful words by her friends, she took her life. She committed suicide. 
And it's not an only case. We see it so many times. You see, you put a whole course of one life, one's life on fire. And you set yourself on fire as well. So the fire of hell. Meaning that people will lose their eternity if they're not careful, if they're not watchful of what they say, of their tongue, if they don't tame it. It is so, so important, dear friends. This is an aspect um, that we need to be so watchful of. We need to be so mindful of. And you see, God wants us to succeed. He doesn't want just to leave us in that state of, okay, so, uh, you know, we have done this. We have said things that are hurtful, but we can also be able to say things that have uh, of impact we can build i remember uh, i had a boss uh, this manager like she believed in me she always spoke so highly of me and at the moment i was such a junior i was at a junior rank at work and she goes like you know what i believe that i need to treat you right because one day you might even hire me i was like Oh my God, you're striking, you're stroking my ego, you know. And it wasn't uh, just to, to strike my ego, to stroke my ego, sorry. She meant everything. And because of that, she believed in me. And it actually opened my way of seeing myself and it built me. So can you imagine if we did the same thing with our children, if we did the same thing with those who are around us, if we did the same thing with our friends, like try going on a shopping with with a girlfriend and you try on a, a dress and they're like, girl, you really look good on that. You know, you feel you're on top. Sometimes even if your husband says, mm, I really don't like that color, but your girlfriend says it's good. <laughs> so it passes. And it's the same way. Like it shows the power of the tongue friends let us be very careful let us tame it it's a hard job it's a hard job especially when we were pissed and when we are mad we want to speak our mind or sometimes we feel entitled we're like yeah i'm gonna really give this person a, a big piece of my mind let us tame it let us tame it down so we're going to see paul gives us a very good way of doing this it is in colossians chapter 4 verse 6 it says let your conversation be always full of grace seasoned with salt so that you may know how to answer everyone beautiful you know full of grace i don't know about you you know but there are some people when they talk you don't want them to stop because they speak life, they speak sense, they they speak gracefully. You just want to talk. You're like you're like you know what? I just want to record you and just listen to you for hours and hours nonstop, because their conversation is so graceful. And he says, seasoned with salt. You know, salt has three purposes. It preserves. It acts as an antiseptic. And also it seasons, so it gives taste. Jesus says, if salt has lost its saltiness, with what can we season it? Like, how can we help salt when it loses its saltiness? We can't help it. So that's the same way. Like, when we are talking in our conversation, it has to be graceful. 
it has to be seasoned with salt so that it can be a blessing to the hearers so that we can know how to answer everyone that means we need to be very attentive to the needs of the other people if you met people when you're talking with them it's like whoa it's almost like a one-way conversation you're waiting you cannot even put in a word i'm going to just own up and say sometimes me and my girlfriend when we meet up we get so excited like we talk on top of each other out of excitement <laughs> but you know a good conversation is one that is full of grace and seasoned with salt being ready to answer anyone that means i adapted to the needs of my audience i'm attentive to what they're going through i'm attentive to you know i don't give them advice when it's unsolicited sometimes people just want us to listen to them they don't want us to tell them what to do they want us just to listen and i've learned that as a mother you know sometimes when my kids come to me and they're talking and they're talking and then i'll, I'll say oh that what do you think you know and i'll just put it back to them and i would ask them what do you want me to do is there anything you want mommy to do and then they ask me mommy what should i do then i offer my advice but when i said hey you should do this 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 they're like you know it just shuts them down it's not graceful it's not seasoned with salt so friends this is an encouragement to all of us myself included because like i said we cannot fully tame our tongue but we cannot stop trying and continue to persevere in really taming the tongue why because there is so much on the line lives can be destroyed if we are not careful at our words at what we say and how we say it the bible talks of a soft answer that turns away anger you know it dims down wrath so we have to take that into consideration when i'm talking with somebody it's really putting the needs of the other person ahead of my own needs but if we're talking we're listening because we're just waiting for them to finish so we can talk we will not be graceful in our conversation we will not have a conversation that is seasoned with salt so friends i hope this has been a blessing to you if it has don't keep it to yourself share it with others subscribe if you haven't so they can get future episodes and please do leave me your comments as well if there are subjects that topics that you like us to you know to deal with until next time guys stay blessed